Hi everyone, this is Carmen Miksha and Sophia Miksha, your hosts of Seeds of Sunshine, a mother-daughter multi-generational podcast filled with laughter, wisdom and advice. Sophia is a sophomore in high school in the IB program, a runner, a piano player and a sister. I have a BA and MA degree in English and have published two poetry books and a tennis book, which you can find on Amazon or on my website, CarmenMixaBooks.com. I am also a marathon runner and the broker CEO of Dynamic Real Estate, my own company. So if you're looking to buy or sell a home with me in the Sacramento or Bay Area regions, please visit my website, DynamicSacramentoHomes.com. Thanks so much for joining us. We promise to sprinkle seeds of sunshine once a week to elevate your lives and dreams through better communication between generations. Welcome to Seeds of Sunshine, everyone. My daughter is getting ready for school, so I will be the only host today. But Sophia will be busy doing all the editing and marketing for this great episode we have in store for you. Before I introduce you to our guest, I have another exciting review from Kevin Martinez, who gave us a five-star review and said, I've listened to each episode so far, and I look forward to each one as it is released. It's the perfect podcast for anyone who likes to hear wholesome intellectual perspectives from experts in a family-oriented setting. Fun facts and viewpoints so far from athletes, philosophers, and novelists, which creates an environment for the listener to grow in areas they might not otherwise hear from. I highly recommend this podcast. Thank you so much, Kevin. And full disclaimer... Kevin is Sophia's piano teacher, and he is outstanding in the way he teaches. And our goal on Seeds of Sunshine is to promote local businesses and anywhere in the world, because obviously we're more successful in anything we do when we support one another. And um, for instance, Kevin has a few openings for piano students, and you can connect with him on his website, mpschool.org, or his Facebook page, mpschool. Um, so now before we um, go on, I would like to introduce you to Dr. Dennis Godby, who is a naturopath doctor who graduated from National College of Naturopathic Medicine in Portland. He also has a BS in exercise physiology and nutrition, as well as an MA degree in theological studies. Dr. Godby believes that all people have the opportunity to develop to their greatest health potential, which is why he founded Walk USA for Health Equity, a walk across the country beginning September 12th, you guys, 2022 from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And before we really get into our conversation, I do have an excellent quote from Dr. Dennis Godby, who said, the amount of risk and vulnerability one is willing to endure for a cause is directly proportional to people's willingness to open their hearts, their generosity, and their willingness to listen and be inspired. This method of nonviolent direct action often earns one the right to be heard from people I have just met, which is a really great quote, and we will unpack it with you, uh, Dr. Dodby. And then I also have a joke. A guy walks into the doctor's office a banana stuck in one of his ears and a carrot in the other ear and a baby pumpkin stuck in one nostril. The man says, Doc, this is terrible. What's wrong with me? The doctor says, well, for 
first of all, you need to eat more sensibly. <laughs> so welcome to Seeds of Sunshine, Dr. Gadby. Thank you for being here. We are very honored to have you. And because I, I chose that quote on purpose, can you please tell us more, more about the quote and also about your website, WACUSAforHealthEquity.org. Okay. Well, I'm actually uh, very privileged, uh, feel privileged to be here. And um, it's, it's an honor to be here. And it uh, just happens to be that August 10th, um, 1978 was when I did my first long run. So uh, 44 years ago today uh, was the beginning, leaving uh, for a 39-day trip, running 1,420 miles uh, to camp from Corvallis, Oregon, uh, when I was an uh, when I was a student at OSU, actually I was a physiology student, running to Calgary, Canada. So uh, that was a pretty um, exciting, but also I think exciting comes with scary too. Uh, yes. I'm wondering, you know, because you know, for example, I after I hit 40 miles that day, I was going to stop, and I go, wait, I don't have a place to stay, so I better run another 10. And uh, <laughs> and and I didn't know if there's any place after 50, but maybe people would feel sorry for me more if after 50 than 40. So. I ended up did finding a place after 40. But um, so in terms of that quote, um, especially especially this kind of uh, walk where it's solo. So 44 years ago, the run was solo. This is going to be solo. Uh, so I'll be uh, wearing a backpack. And last night, for example, yesterday, for example, I wore the pack for the first time and with about 30 pounds uh, of gear in it. So Get, kind of getting used to wearing a backpack, have to do more stretching and do all kinds of things. But I think in terms of the vulnerability is that when somebody's walking, uh, you know, 22 miles a day uh, at age 66 and is out there, uh, you know, when a lot of people retired, uh, you know, people uh, stop and listen and go, well, what, why would somebody be doing this? And so either the guy's crazy or that maybe <laughs> – Maybe that there's something really compelling that this human being would take his time and effort. He would leave his medical practice uh, for a month, uh, risking uh, all kinds of things uh, in order to for this cause. So what I found is, is that the more vulnerability one's ready to put out. Again, this isn't a suicide mission, so I'm trying to stay as safe as possible. But at the right. same time, it's a lot more risk involved. I, I mean, especially just the, the other two runs across the country have been starting from San Francisco, where I was in familiar terrain. I used to live in San Francisco. Uh, but this is starting in Myrtle Beach. You know, kind of, people are different. Terrain's a lot different. Bugs and all kinds of different things. So so that's a little bit more anxiety producing. I'm actually feeling quite calm right now, uh, surprisingly. Uh, so maybe it's the calm before the storm. I don't know. Um, but the, the, uh, the actual website is walkusaforhealthequity.org so uh walk uh walk usa for for healthequity.org and that's that, that's the website for the walk we can find the information and what we like to do is to uh, we have a lot more information to put on there and we like to have a lot of resources for health articles uh, uh tips of how to get healthy remembering that one of the most important things I can say is, is that the patients that I have at my practice uh, pay out of pocket for the most part because naturopathic medicine, for the most part, is not covered by health insurance, unlike in Oregon, Washington, Arizona. Uh, so you might say that the people 
that I treat are the haves, where the people that I'm walking for are for the have-nots. And so when I talk about when I talk about treatment plans or giving away information about vitamin D or or nutrition exercise, I have to keep in mind that they not only may have not access to the financial resources to purchase the things, I have to be careful because I might say eat more vegetables, but there may not be vegetables for 20 miles. If you take a look like in Sacramento, the zip code that I grew up in, I always say I grew up on the poor side of J Street, but uh, you know it's more middle class, one story, as opposed to the fabulous 40s. Yes. That Carmen probably knows the real estate of uh, that area, yes. fabulous 40s. It wasn't called that when I was a kid, but if you right. take a look at it, uh, 95816 versus, let's say, an area in the south, uh, south Sacramento, you might see a huge amount of difference in terms of longevity because we know statistically this is unbelievable. I mean, it's believable, but it's, 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 it's sad that a person's uh, zip code where they live has more determinant on their health than their genetics. Incredible. I never knew that, Dr. Godby. Yeah, and uh, also another thing that I throw out there too, African-American women are three times more likely to die at childbirth than white women are. Yes. And so it's not about blame. It's not about pointing fingers. It's about saying these are the facts. What are we going to do about them? And so a lot of times when, according to uh, uh, the author of Just Medicine, she talks about the fact that most of the time when there's disparities, it's not because doctors come to work thinking, how can I discriminate today? But what happens is there's what's called implicit bias. Yes. People make assumptions about how people live, that maybe African-Americans are on drugs or the, that they do dangerous things or they don't take care of themselves. And they don't, they don't necessarily mean uh, that to have uh, worse health outcomes, but it does. The statistics show uh, back about 10 years ago, the 84, and it's probably true today, these are just the only statistics we have, that maybe 84,000 African-Americans die uh, or it could maybe just people of color extra that wouldn't have to because of the quality of care. So these are the things that I'm trying to bring attention to uh, with the walk. And so I figured that all the last 17, 18 years, I worked mostly with people that had the means. And we try to help as many people as we can here that don't have the means, you know, give a breaks here and there. But but this is the, the first time I've been able to go out and just advocate throw my whole heart, energy, soul, body uh, into this cause. So hopefully it'll create a movement over the next five years. And I'm committed to this uh, cause for the rest of my life. So this is not just a flash in the pan, even though five-year commitment is not a flash in the pan. I, it's still something that combines social justice and health, which is the two most important things to me in my life. So that's where I chose to put my energy. Absolutely. I really admire what you do. And um, I think this is so important because when we just talk about things and we don't do anything about them, it's, it's just talking. And you are the person who's actually taking action and creating a movement. And I hope many other people will join you on during your trip and your walk. 
and that will I, we will definitely be supporting you. You know, Seeds of Sunshine is a great believer in you know diversity, equity, and I was just blown away when I read that about the zip code and the genetics. You know, and I think I'm not the only person who will be shocked hearing that statement. You know. And um, speaking about that, is there a reason why you chose the location for you to start in North Carolina as opposed to starting on this coast? Well, I usually like to do things the hard way, Um, (laughs) uh, as you can see. No, the reason I chose Myrtle Beach is because back, um, I used to teach social justice uh, in a Catholic high school in Portland. And so uh, my former student, who actually is was a refugee or what came over with the original Vietnamese boat people uh, when she was young and they lived in the projects in Portland. Mm-hmm. And um, the principal, that was the reason why I moved to, Port, uh, to Oregon, why I wanted to work for her, that was her favorite person too, because when she was about 12, when she her uh, parents owned a janitorial company and so very small and they would clean the Catholic schools and they would send all their kids to Catholic school. And so uh, they saw uh, Utwin uh, my student, uh, that she was like 12 years old, studying hard and also working, doing janitorial work. And the principal, Tim Edwards, was so amazed by her that, that, that they did an investigation and found out we should give her a scholarship. So they gave a scholarship to her uh, for, for all of the four years at LaSalle High School. And then uh, she, um, based upon what we talked about in school, in social, my social justice class, she went on to Myrtle Beach and, and now is doing all those uh, programs there. One of them is called Reach, uh, where she works with people and really helps to empower people, all people, diversity and, you know, uh, communities of color and all of those. And so uh, she really wanted to get involved in the walks. I says, well, why don't we start at Myrtle Beach? And that's how the Myrtle Beach came about. Oh, I love this story, Dr. Gadby. I didn't know that. That's that's so empowering and inspiring, you know? And another thing that came into my mind, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with this and probably many of our listeners uh, have read the book Wild by Cheryl Strait. Uh Um, To me, while she hiked to grapple with her life and the death of her mother, you will be walking across the U.S. to raise awareness for health equity in our country. Um, however, just like Cheryl Strait, you will also take risk embarking on this long walk. So right. what safety measures and precautions will you have in place to make your walk successful and safe? Yeah. Well, originally I was planning to push a baby stroller uh, yeah. to, to have all my stuff in right. and have all kinds of reflective things on it and on my body and everything else. <clears throat> but uh, after I got back from my trip to North Carolina, where I was doing some like scouting out and meeting people and seeing the roads. I, I, I came back and I was kind of, while I was driving, I was kind of freaking out uh, because the roads were so bad. I mean, in terms of there was no shoulder, just like there was grass, a, a, you know, a white line and then two lane highway. And so people are not, there was, I never saw any runners or walkers inside, you know, in the rural areas, only in, in like in Durham and other towns, on Duke University, et cetera. So uh, when I came back, I really began a massive search for all kinds of reflective gear. And I eventually decided I was gonna take a backpack. Uh, yes. And so uh, to put all my stuff in a backpack. And so yesterday actually is kind of exciting because having the, having this today is because I had a, 
I wore my backpack for the first time for any distance. So I walked from my house to work, uh, which was six miles with 30 pounds. And that's what I thought would be about what it would weigh. And then I walked back. And so a little bit of soreness on my hips, um, but, uh, and, and slightly amount of shoulders, but I think I'll get used to it. And I was only 12 and I'm walking about 22, but I think that uh, just uh, when, you know, people rise to the occasion, your body rises to the occasion when you, you know, when you're out there for a cause, and this is not, you know, long-term that, um, that I'm doing everything I can from a safety perspective to have all the gear that I need. I'm taking a tent and, and sleeping bag, and I'm going to try to uh, uh, stay in churches as much as possible. I don't really have any of those hooked up yet. I've been making calls. Uh, yes. Nothing has come to avail yet, but, uh, but yet I have, um, I like to, you know, knock on somebody's door and say, Hey, you know, I'm a, this is a article about my walk. Uh, would you mind if I put my tent and everything on your property? Cause I'll be more safe. And right. so, and then they sometimes, uh, I mean, almost always they say, Oh, sure. That's no problem. That's wow. That's amazing. Um, and I already saw you down the road, uh, you know, a few miles back, uh, or no, we have an extra bedroom or, you know, something like that. So, and then are you hungry? It's like, Oh yeah, of course, you know, I'm hungry. Uh, and so that's the first thing about it um, is that when you're on these kind of walks is that gratitude is just uh, you almost have to be a heartless person if you don't have gratitude because your heart, your gratitude is, is like a million times greater because when you um, there's a saying that um, when Gandhi says that God comes in the form of bread to hungry people. Yes. And so when you're in a situation of need, um, that's where you really feel and people uh, help meet your needs they don't have to give you anything and they, they feel compassion and they want to help the cause. Um, you, you know, when you're hungry, uh, a lot of times we eat and we're not hungry. Well, I, I guarantee you when I'm out there and I'm burning 6,000 calories a day and I don't have any, hardly any food with me, every single bit of food uh, will, will matter. Shelter, putting in my, powering my electronic uh, gadgetry and all of those things, you know. That is amazing. And do you have, um, an idea how long the journey will take you? Yeah. Uh, so the um, uh, first of all, just to say that anybody could follow me on Strava beginning September 12th, you could do a 30, 30 day uh, free trial on Strava, uh, S-T-R-A-V-A. And then you could find me uh, one time I, when my kids were doing a, a similar run, I, I found that I, I saw them like doing circles around a parking lot. And I says, well, you know, what's going on? They, they're probably really sorry they gave me the, the information about it because I probably bugged them. <laughs> and so they said we're looking for we had a flat tire in our on our bicycle, so they were trying to find one. So I was thinking, why are they wasting their time? Um, but in any case, uh, let me see now. Uh, again, the rest of the question was. So how about how long the trip will be? Oh, so the trip I have the itinerary on our website, but yes. it's an exact itinerary, so it's not like oh I don't feel that I'm kind of tired today. I'm not going to walk that far. Every day I have to be at a certain place um, because if we're going to have an event in that day and if the press is going to meet me out at, you know, 430 at a certain town, I got to be there. So that's right. the way I've always done on my walks. It's never for just like, oh, let's let's just kind of come and see what happens, you know. <laughs> so uh, it starts September 12th, ends October 10th. So it's 29 days uh, and it'll, it'll start on Monday the 12th and it ends on Monday, October 10th. So it's 29 days later. Uh, starts on a Monday, ends on a Monday. Um, that's actually, I believe that's, um, you know, Indigenous Day, Columbus Day, whatever, you know, version of the day you call. And then I'll be arriving in Knoxville. And then um, it's about 610 miles. So the last part will be gone over the Smoky Mountains, which will be wow. really fun. 
So yes. I'm trying to do some steps and, and some intervals. I'm going to start training on a up incline treadmill, maybe at Lake Tahoe, uh, so that I can get my legs ready to uh, walk up a hill uh, with a 30-pound backpack. And also, you'll have to have some bear spray with you for those areas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bear spray and, and other things, uh, dogs. Um, I'm kind of probably usually more worried about dogs uh, than because dogs are not always on leashes. They're not expecting anybody to be out there. Crazy person like me backpacking. Because when, you know, people were backpacking, they're usually like in really scenic areas or in the wilderness. They're out there. They're not walking along rural uh, country roads. And, and so this is not even the beaten path because if somebody was walking from Myrtle Beach uh, to directly to uh, Seattle, like I'm going, they would take a different route. Because, but I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to hit all the towns in North Carolina. So they, that's impossible. It's not like in California where you could hit, you know, like let's say in the Northwest, you could hit um, uh, Bellingham and Seattle and Olympia. They're all kind of like an I-5. And there's, of course, there's San Francisco and they're not on five, but they're pretty well just straight line. You could just travel. But uh, it's not that way in North Carolina. Uh, they're kind of all over the place. And so you kind of have to do like a, almost like a snake. And so yes. I'm, I'm doing a lot more miles in North Carolina. And then I'm going to chop off a few miles in uh, around North Dakota uh, in, in a couple of years from now when I'm in there uh, because to make the like 3,100 miles. But I'm not going to do every single mile uh, because that I'm going to put more miles into North Carolina and where it really counts because that's where the people are. And I also want to start North Carolina because uh, the I would go through most of North Carolina because when I ran across the United States in 84, 85, I did the same thing, but I was finishing in North Carolina and then up to Washington, D.C. Now I'm kind of starting, but there's so much need in North Carolina and uh, there's a lot going on politically and everything else. So I just kind of felt like I, my heart was wanting to be back in North Carolina and uh, talk with people there. And uh, that's where um, the uh, Poor People's Campaign is, where they rally on Moral Mondays on, at, uh, at Raleigh, the capital. So I just kind of felt like called uh, to be in North Carolina. That's a really good idea. And um, you, I know uh, for myself as a runner, I like to use different mantras, especially when I get tired during a marathon. Do you have a favorite mantra that you're going to tell yourself when your body wants to quit? Uh, I don't know if I have. I'm, maybe because I'm not running now, I'm walking. Uh, it's, a, it's like a different pace, you know. But um, And I think it's just um, uh, probably I don't have any one uh, right offhand other than, you know, it's I used to read Psalm 121, um, you know, your foot not slumber and your feet not fall and this and that. I can't remember the exact uh, one. But uh, just... I think that it's it's more so that um, just the faith uh, abounds, you know, and just it, it just increases and augments the more you go. First day, it's usually the first few hours are kind of nerve wracking. Uh, but I think that as you begin to have more uh, less worry and anxiety, the longer you go and the more people that you meet. And so um, uh, I just uh, I've been doing this for a long enough time that for me that I just thought about that this morning, but just the determination uh, and idea that I don't want to, I don't want to walk through like an injury that could put me, uh, down for a long time or could hurt, but fatigue is one thing, you know, but, uh, just trying to survive the best that I can, um, would be, uh, what I'm trying to do. Absolutely. I agree with you. And this has been so uplifting and I really admire what you do. And since we're getting to the end of the episode, we like to sprinkle seeds of sunshine for our listeners. 
which is something inspiring uh, or uplifting. So what are your seeds of sunshine for our listeners? Well, uh, Robert Kennedy, I tell this to a lot of uh, people, uh, a lot of patients, but um, whenever you do, Robert Kennedy used to say that whenever you uh, do something positive for yourself or others, you send out a ripple of hope. So, you know, you throw a pebble out in a pond, it doesn't just drop to the bottom, it kind of spreads out this wave. And so I think that uh, what I want people to do is when they come in for an appointment or I talk to them on the first 315 to find out about our office, I want them to feel like, wow, I mean, that was awesome. I feel hopeful that things are going to happen. They, they could have come in depressed, down, discouraged, or even been hopeful for the call. And oh my God, this is awesome. And then uh, that, and then so they, that's what I can do. That's what they can do is that they can do positive. We, we don't want people to uh, feel overwhelmed uh, with the things they have to do, but they can make one change. And every time they make a change or they help another person, uh, they can see, you know, that ripple of hope. Absolutely. I agree. Um, and how can our listeners, uh, you know, get in, connect with you, your business, your inspiring walking mission, and how can we support you in this very important journey? Yeah. Uh, so um, the website, as I mentioned before, was walkusafor.healthequity.org. And then uh, there's, uh, you know, all kinds of ways to get involved in there. Um, donate button up there. Uh, also, our website for my business is called uh, sacnd.com. So it's S-A-C, like Sacramento, dash uh, N-D, like naturopathic doctor, dot com. Or just put my name in Google, and I've been around so long and forever uh, that um, that you just put in my name, God be Sacramento, it's going to come up uh, to where we are. And we're in Midtown, 26th and J, um, been, been the longest serving N-D in Sacramento. I've uh, been here for, this is uh, 18th year now. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. And Thanks we so wish you good luck. Good luck with your walk across the United Thanks. States. I'm on Strava. I'm going to follow you daily. I'm going to comment. I already watch you on Instagram. And I think that backpack you have is just perfect for your walk. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. And I'm excited, Carmen, to see uh, your continued uh, running, too. I always follow your running. And so I'm always inspired. It's just you're absolutely amazing. All the things that you are able to squeeze into a day, I'm really inspired by. So uh, we support each other. Okay. Absolutely. And thank you. It's like I say, it's one step at a time. You know, people get overwhelmed in life. But when we take it, you know, one step at a time, you know, and like you're doing, you know, one day at a time. Yeah. Before you know it, you're 29 days. I just pray that they'll be very successful and that you'll be injury-free and that you'll spread this important message across the country. Thank you. I'll just leave with a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Yes, absolutely. Perfect ending. Thank you so much, Dr. Gaffi. Take care. Thank you so much. Thank you. Seeds of Sunshine is a proud supporter of Sacramento Youth Center and 50% of your donations are going directly to our local branch. To contribute and support our podcast, please use the coffee app, which you can find in our show notes. 
It is greatly appreciated. Wishing you a great week full of sunshine. Thanks so much for listening, sharing, and reviewing our podcast wherever you listen to. And if you have some great wisdom and advice and wish to be a guest on Seeds of Sunshine, please message me on social media at Carmen Mixa, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And last but not least, remember that we will have a monthly drawing for cool prizes to reward our top listeners and supporters who share and review Seeds of Sunshine. Goodbye for now.